Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 22 of the Everyday Enthusiast podcast, The Many Slices of Apple. I am Chris, your Everyday Enthusiast, and here are some of the things that interested me the most over the last week. Before we get started, I just wanted to say that this podcast is available on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. If you want to like, rate, and subscribe where applicable, that would be greatly appreciated. I can also be reached at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. No dots, dashes, or spaces. Again, that's everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. All right, on with the show. Okay, so first up here is our fun section, follow-up, updates, and notes. The first thing here I want to talk about is is all of you listening from around the world, apparently. Um, so last week, Anchor updated their app, and they show kind of some analytics, some more information. And, you know, honestly, I thought that the, mo- the majority of the people that were listening to me, and, and this is still true, the majority of the people are in the U.S., um, and they're probably all people I know, but there are actually some listeners, and, and maybe some of you listened once and then dropped off. Maybe I'm not talking to those individuals right now, but there are a couple of you, uh, Australia, um, Sweden, I think, Netherlands, the Netherlands, uh britain i think yeah i it just kind of amazed me you know i mean sure i only have a handful of listeners each week but the fact that there are individuals listening uh, overseas is just fantastic It, it kind of renewed a little bit of waning interest in the show that i had um not that i didn't wanna you know do it anymore but the fact that um, you know, it takes a lot of time and, and, uh, I have to find that time. And sometimes I procrastinate a little bit, but you know, when you, you see, you know, this, these data sets from, or, or from everywhere, um, it's very cool. So thank you all for listening wherever you are. It is much, much appreciated. And our second fun topic here is all and everything Apple. So I'm going to do something a little bit different for this episode. Okay. Usually I talk about the previous week. Uh, and then anything that came out this week or happened this week, I save for the following uh, episode. However, last week we had a lot of Apple products being released. And then yesterday we had their It's Showtime, quote unquote, It's Showtime event. And um, it just be kind of hard to talk about all the stuff Apple from last week and then not talk about all the things from this week. or or that happened yesterday. So what I'm going to do is talk about all of those things on this show. And there were topics from last week or, or subjects, I believe, or, or or articles that came out that I wanted to talk about. Not many of them, but a couple. Um, So I just wanted to do everything Apple, get it in one, one episode, and then move on to everything else um, that I want to talk about from last week and this week. So that'll be either next week's episode, or maybe I'll release another one later this week. I'm not really sure. At any rate, everything today is going to be all Apple. Okay. All right. Okay. So first up last Monday, we got new iPads from Apple. They, uh, they didn't really do anything with the iPad pros, uh, the 11 and 12.9 inch, but they released a new iPad air, which that name had been dead for, I think two or three years. Maybe they kind of rejuvenated that and a new iPad mini. Obviously I am drawn more toward the iPad mini, but let's get the air out of the way first. So the iPad air 
is they, they t kind of took the the old iPad Pro, actually the, the iPad that I have now, the iPad Pro 10.5, and removed a couple things and basically called that the iPad Air and dropped the price. I think that one starts at $499 goes up from there it is a 10.5 inch display it does not have the pro motion which is the 120 hertz refresh rate that the one i have uh does have in fact so they don't have that but um it does have apple pencil support that is the first generation uh apple pencil support which is the one that is ch charges very strangely you plug it into the um into the lightning port to charge it which it, it just looks ridiculous but it charges pretty quickly. You can leave it in for like five minutes and get weeks worth of charge or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's kind of a little bit not not necessarily an, an entry level iPad, but you know, larger screen um, and uh, you know some some downgraded things from the Pro, but you know the, at that four ninety nine price point, um, a lot of people are going to like that. Now on to the one that I am more excited about. That's the iPad mini. So this is essentially the iPad mini is exactly the new iPad air just at a $399 price point and it's smaller. So, um, this has, and, and again, forgive me if I give any, you know, uh, bullet points here, as far as specs, these all are the same for the iPad air and the iPad mini. Some of these, I, I, I just didn't go over with the iPad air because like I said, it's the same. So the, both of them have the A12 processor, which is the same processor that's in the, the new phones that are out right now, the uh, 10S and 10S Max. Um, neural engine embedded coprocessor, M12 coprocessor, laminated, you know, anti-reflective display, blah, 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 color gamut. Uh, True Tone, 7 megapixel front camera. That's actually upgraded from the, um, quite a bit upgraded from the iPad Mini 4. Um, so you get a, a, a higher uh, pixel count, uh, like FaceTime camera, if you will. That's a 1080 or 1080p uh, front camera. Um, Auto HDR, Bluetooth 5.0, uh, and eSIM. So again, there are a couple things they don't put in here. It, obviously, it doesn't have uh, Face ID. It is the exact same footprint. It, it looks identical to the old iPad minis. Um, you're not getting the you know tiny, small bezels, reduced bezels on this. Um, so I, I mean, that is a huge bummer for me. It, it really is. It's a huge bummer. Um, that said, I kind of plan to get a new iPad mini. Now, I know in previous episodes, I believe that I had said that if they don't change the footprint, um, the design of it, that I really wouldn't be interested. But I didn't realize that I could actually trade in my current iPad and get, well, not quite a bit, it's not a lot, you know, off, but I can trade in mine. And I think they said that they would give me Oh, like $350 towards the new iPad. So I just have to pay the difference, which would be very minimal if I wanted to get the base, you know, 64 gig storage. And if I wanted to get the uh, 256, it'd be a bit more. But still, um, I love the size of the iPad mini. We have talked about this in the past. 
uh, it's just the perfect size. Yes, I will be giving up the ProMotion display, which I have grown to love on this, but you know what? They don't have it on the phones and I use my phone each and every day, so not a big deal. Um, it's more manageable, smaller size, more manageable. I, I am absolutely gonna do this. I, I had it ordered and then I canceled the order um, because at the time I was like, oh, I just don't know if it's worth the extra money, but I feel like, you know, it'll be a faster processor. It'll last me longer than this one will, theoretically. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll just be more happy with it. It'll be more, more manageable. I'll be more happy with it. So I am going to do that. I think, um, I will give you guys a little bit of a, a review once I, once I get that, I'm not going to reorder it. I'm just going to wait until they show up in the stores, which I'm literally checking every single day. So we'll see what happens there. I'll keep you guys posted. But that was Monday. That was last Monday, not yesterday, but the previous Monday. Um, they gave us the new iPads. Then comes Tuesday. So Tuesday, they dropped new iMacs. Uh, these are the 21.5 and 27 inch iMacs. Um, same exact design as before they just updated the internals for us uh i'm not gonna dwell on these very much the imax don't interest me all all that much although an imac was the first mac i ever owned so kind of nostalgic for me i do love the imac form factor it's just not it doesn't have the portability that i need i need my computer to go everywhere with me um, we travel back to Michigan quite often because family is back there. And, uh, uh, you know, I work from Michigan. I will work remotely sometimes. So my computer has to go with me and I'm not lugging around a big iMac. And if I were to get an iMac, you can be, you know, rest assured, I would get the 27 inch. So anyways, uh, again, not going to dwell on these. I'll give you some, some tidbits here and some thoughts. Um, these are the 21.5 and the 27 inch iMac. The 21.5 starts at 1299 and the 27 starts at 1799. Um, I mean the 21.5, the, the entry model is a, uh, 3.6 gigahertz, eighth generation, generation Intel i3 processor, eight gigs of RAM, one terabyte hard drive. Uh, that is a bit disappointing, that hard drive. And I'll talk about that in a second. And for $17.99, the base model 27 inch, you get a three gigahertz, six core, um, eighth generation i5 processor, eight gigs of RAM, one terabyte fusion drive. So that hard drive, um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed here, right? I know that they they kept with a hard drive to keep that price point down, to hit that $12.99 price point. Now, mind you, what I'm talking about here, a hard drive as opposed to an SSD or solid state drive. Um, a hard drive has spinning disks in it where um, all of your stuff is stored. Um, the disks actually do spin. They're platter disks, kind of like... Um, Kind of like a CD or a DVD drive inside of the disc or inside of the drive, if you will. Anyway, um, they're slow, right? They're 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 quite slow. Um, it takes a lot of time to boot up with those. It it takes, man, it takes forever to access your data. And I say forever, right? I mean, we we lived with these for years and years and years. This was the only thing we had before we had solid state. Solid state is like flash drive. There's nothing moving. Uh, it's very quick access to all of your stuff. Those computers boot up super easily. 
Uh, and even the fusion drive, so the fusion drive is a mix of the two, right? I think it boots off of a solid state drive, so the boot time is faster, but it stores all of your, it tries to intelligently store all of your most recent or most used applications on the solid state drive and everything else is stored on the hard drive portion of it. Um, I mean, it's, it's fancy and I'm sure it's faster than just a regular hard drive, but these really should be shipping with SSDs. I, I mean, and you can get them with SSDs. You can, you can pay more and get them with SSDs, but, um, you know, it, it's just not worth it for what you're paying, pay the extra and get the SSD. Okay. Get, get, or, or sorry, the, the hard drive is not worth it. Pay the extra, get the SSD. You will be much much happier it'll be more future proof you won't have to worry about this thing slowing down as quickly um and honestly even with just an ssd you're gonna get a, a couple another couple years out of it just because it's going to be that much faster um, anyway and then comes wednesday so wednesday they dropped the second generation of the airpods um these are their you know wireless in-ear earbuds um, that uh, now come with a wireless charging case, which is great. Before it was just, you know, a lightning port on the bottom that you that you uh, plugged in. Uh, now it is wireless charging. I I don't know this for sure, but I I assume there's still a lightning port on the bottom that you can charge it with. But you can also just lay the case down on a wireless charger, a Qi charger, wireless Qi charger, and charge it up. Don't have to plug it in. Um, it's got a new chip in it called the H1. The ones I have called it uh, are called a W1. The W standed for wireless. They then went and used the W. They have a W1, 2, and maybe a 3, if I'm not mistaken. And those are in the watches. Um, and so I think that is kind of transitioned from uh, a, a, so the, wire, the W standing for wireless is now it kind of stands for watch maybe um, but these ones have the H1 and that stands for headphones so these are specifically for headphones um, it supports wireless hey Siri which I hope I don't set off yep I just set off my phone and maybe a couple of yours who knows sorry about that <laughs> um, it does have longer battery life but only for talk time only like when you're on a, a a phone call that doesn't have doesn't not include or increase the battery life when you're just listening to music or podcasts or anything like that and apparently faster connection to your devices uh the new airpods are 159 because you can still get them with the standard uh case without the wire or the with a wireless charging case and those are the same price as before 159 dollars. that's what the old ones were for 199 dollars, so an extra 40 bucks um, you get the wireless charging case included with it. Um, if you want to just buy the wireless charging case by itself for your first generation AirPods, that is $79, okay? Um, I mean, I, you know, I think I said on a previous uh, episode that this probably wouldn't get me to upgrade. I'm rethinking that now, not because these are oh so amazing, but because my AirPods are, they're a little bit long in the tooth and I, I haven't even had these for a year. I think June will be a year. However, I use them all day, all the time, so, so often. I listen to podcasts throughout my entire day. I listen to music from time to time and I 
am a recruiter by trade. We have talked about this before. And because of that, I talk on the phone all day, every day. I'm calling candidates, calling managers. And um, so I am using these things all the time. I think way, way more than most people. And because of that, I have degraded the battery um, quite a bit faster than most people. Um, and the connection seems to be very finicky lately. I have probably used these the um, I have used these so much in the last, you know, 10 months, 9 9 10 months. I've used these as much as somebody else would have used them in in two, maybe two and a half years. I, I would venture to say. I mean, everybody's you know, everybody's range is going to differ, right? But I use them so, so often. That's why, you know, I can kind of justify this purchase because it is something I use. I even fall asleep listening to, you know, a podcast or an article. I'll be listening to an article being read to me or, or YouTube video or something. Um, I just throw in my air, you know, one side and, and fall asleep. Um, I get so much use out of these. I can't think of a single product that I use more than these AirPods um, and have gotten my money's worth out of these AirPods. Thank you to my wife who actually bought these for me for Father's Day last year. So whenever Father's Day is, I guess uh, uh, is when I got them. So anyway, I really am thinking. I also, I got some uh, Play-Doh uh, kind of jammed into one of them. I've gotten the majority of it out. It's not quite as plugged and, and, and quiet now, but still, um, it is a little disappointing to, to have that happen. But, you know, I mean, like, it's all the more reason I should probably get a new pair. These have served me so well in nine months. It's it's sad that something that costs $160 only lasts me nine, month, my, nine months. But again, you know... I have used these so, so much in nine months that I still think I'd, I've gotten my money's worth. So anyway, and that was it last week. Uh, there were rumors that we were going to get a new iPod Touch or AirPower. No, is that? Yeah, AirPower. That's their oval mat that they announced like a year and a half ago and still hasn't shipped. Um there, there were rumors that we were going to get those things and they were just going to go through the entire week and announce all that stuff. Uh, none, of, none, of the, none of the rest of that came to fruition. Um, no, no iPad or, or sorry, no iPod touch, which I would have been very excited to see just to see what they would have put in that thing. Cause depending on what they put in that is, uh, what they may or may not put in a new iPhone SE, which, I mean, look, I'm like 90% sure that the second generation iPhone SE is not happening, but I just really, really wish that it was just the form factor and I don't know. Anyway, um, so that was it. Um, there is another article here, though, that I wanted to talk about from last week. Um, we may have talked about this in a past episode, but the rumor is that the new iPhone phones or iPhone 11, if you will. I, I hope that's not what they call it, but iPhone 11, maybe. Um, next year, will ha have wireless charging from the phone to accessories uh, and, and devices. So you could charge your Apple Watch or your AirPods just by laying them on the back of your phone. Last week, I did a, a bit of a mini review of um, the uh, Samsung Galaxy S10e. And it featured this 
it had this feature where you could lay something else on the back of it and charge it. I actually laid my my iPhone on the back of this thing and charged it. I can't remember if I talked about that last week, if that was one of the things I talked about, but it is fantastic and magic. Um, I almost considered keeping the phone as a super expensive backup battery for my iPhone. And um, I mean, that would be ridiculous, of course, and I didn't, but um, it is such a cool feature. I really hope that, that Apple does do this. Granted, I, the battery in my phone is precious and it is rare that my AirPods are about to die and I can't do anything about it. So uh, they're, they're usually charged up as much as possible, or as much as can be. And when I see that it's low on power, I, I'm usually able to plug them in. So I don't know how much I'll use this. And my, my watch, man, let me tell you, I don't know if I did. I didn't really do a, a review on the watch, but the battery on this thing is amazing. This weekend, I, I went away for a little guy's weekend and I didn't charge it overnight one night. And it lasted me through through two full days. Now, granted, I didn't do any workout, working out or anything. So, um, you know, it wasn't using the battery that way. But still, two full days you know, uh, before I had to charge this thing, it's phenomenal. So I don't know that I'd ever have to charge my watch either, but the fact that you could do it would be really, really helpful. Um, I don't know that this is something that we will see on the next iPhone, but I, if it's, if it's there, it would be much, uh, much welcome. Also in this report is that we may see an 18 watch in, sorry, an 18 watt USB, USB brick charging brick in the box. Um, right now they are only sold separately and this is insulting. I've talked about this before. Uh, the fact that it only comes, the, the iPhones only come with a five watt charging brick. It takes forever to charge up your iPhone. If you use that, I use a larger brick. We've talked about this. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to digress here, but anyway, if they really do get away from that tiny five watt charging brick in the box, I would be so so thankful. So anyway, and now we move on to yesterday. So this is uh, what March yesterday was March 25th. They had their uh, it's showtime event. Okay. Um, I'm going to run through everything that they announced here or well, everything that's important anyway. And uh, some of my takes. So first off is Apple News Plus. So they bought texture, which was um, a company that did uh, magazine subscriptions. Um, and, and it was the same thing, a digital magazine subscription. You paid 10 or I think it was 10 or $15 a month. It might've been $10 a month before. And you got access to tons of magazines. Um, and Apple bought them. They bought Texture and they're rolling it into Apple News. They're calling it Apple News Plus. Also, you are getting some uh, magazines, or not magazines, but um, newspapers as well. I think uh, the Wall Street Journal and Los Angeles Times. Um, there was uh, a bit of a hoopla last week that the, um, man, what is it? The New York Times is not in there and another one is not in there. The Wall Street, no, the Wall Street Journal is a Washington Post maybe. I forget, but at any rate, um, this, I don't know. There, there's some cool features here. Live covers is, uh, you know, cause since you're looking at it on a, a mobile device, it's kind of like live photos, the live photos on an iPhone, but it's the cover of the magazine. 
kind of cool. Um, it's going to be launching, or it, it already did launch yesterday, if you upgraded to um, iOS 12.2. Um, in the US and Canada, they have had some issues. It's crashing some phones. Um, this is not something I'm going to pay for. I don't need yet more things to read. I have so many things to read. Um, we've talked about before. I am an uh, RSS reader user. It's a strange comment, but you get the point. Um, I have an RSS reader. I have all the websites that I, that I read uh, loaded in there and I go through those websites multiple times a day, save the ones I want to read. And I use the, uh, screen reader feature on the iPhone to read those back to me. Um, I'm not going to be doing this, but for those of you that like magazines, some of these are, are great magazines. Um, and I used to love magazines. I used to subscribe to quite a few of them, but, uh, you know, once everything went digital, it's just so much easier to not have those physical magazines in your house and uh, try to keep up with those. So anyway, very cool. Uh, the one thing I, I think that I, I really do like about this, you can try it out for free for the first month, but they have family sharing. So you can share this $10 subscription between six people in your family. Well, you and five other people. Um, that's great. I, I mean, the fact that, you know, they're not demanding $60 from you, um, they're, you know, per month, they're just, uh, demanding $10 from you. And also this is going to be 300. There's up to 300 magazines, um, in this service. So pl plus the, plus the, uh, the newspapers. So very cool here. Very cool. All right. Next up is the Apple card. So they partnered with, um, oh man, uh, Goldman Sachs, sorry, they partner with Goldman Sachs and MasterCard and they are offering, it's called the Apple card. It's a, it's a credit card. Um, the card itself, there is a physical card. It is titanium. Um, there's no card number on it or CVV number or a signature or an expiration date. There is still, all of those things are still associated with the card, but they're not printed on the card. So if anybody gets your card, that, you know, they won't have any of that information. That's great. You can find all that information in the app and the phone. Um, but let's see here. Uh, you get 2% cash back rewards on any purchases you make with Apple pay. Now that's not the actual card itself. That is when you load the card into the wallet app on your phone and you pay with Apple pay, you get 2% cash back. If you use the actual physical card, you get 1%, which I think is kind of ridiculous. It's the same number. I don't know if they just want you to use your phone and get your phone out so other people see this being used. So they're they're rewarding you more for essentially face-to-face -face advertising, peer-to-peer -peer advertising. That's kind of the, the sense I get here. And 3% uh, cash back on Apple purchases. So if you go to an Apple store and purchase something, um, you know, you'll get 3% cash back. The nice thing here is that you get those funds instantly right away and you can use them for anything. Uh, you can use them to make other purchases. You can use them to pay down your balance just like you can on any other card. It's just faster. Um, a lot of other cards, you have to wait for those to compile and be able to use them. I don't know. I could be wrong there. I'm not a, a credit card points connoisseur. I know that there are you know, in like actual dedicated websites and blogs out there that talk about the best cards and the best points and miles and all that good stuff. 
but um, I don't know. This is this kind of seems like a middle of the road card, honestly. Um, it is nice. There are no late fees, no increased interest rates. If you make late payments, that's kind of great. Um, and there's no annual fees, anything like that. But, you know, I mean, I have an Amazon branded credit card through Visa and that is 5% on 5% cash back on purchase made on uh, on Amazon through Amazon. And I think 2 or 2% or 3% maybe on uh, no, I think it's 2% on every other purchase. So, and that's whether I use Apple Pay cuz I do have it loaded into Apple Pay or I use the card itself, uh, which is great. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. Here's the thing. I will get this card, this Apple card, um, only because it can do me no harm, right? I mean, to have another card and have another line of credit um, is only good for your credit score, right? So that's good. Um, and there's no annual fees, so I'm not paying to have this card. So what is the harm? Uh, and then I'll I'll use this card if I, uh, if I make any purchases at Apple stores. I'll get the 3% cash back. I probably won't use it outside of that because the Amazon card, I think, has better rewards. But, um, but you know, for all those purchases at Apple, I'll just I'll just use this. Uh, and it's not often. I wonder though if you can use this card toward um, like I, I pay a dollar a month for i iCloud storage, and I have the Apple Upgrade program. I'm on the Apple Upgrade program for the phone. So if you can switch over to this being the um, the default payment for your phone payment that might be nice maybe that'll get you your three percent cash back i don't know we'll see um the one thing i do like about this that i really really like is the app because it really clarifies so much information so on a lot of credit card statements you see these very cryptic and i'm stealing some words right from their keynote here okay go watch the keynote it was it was pretty good by the way um I mean, it wasn't super exciting, but the video, like the Apple videos, the videos they produce for these um, keynotes are very inspiring. All right. Very inspiring. Um, even if they kind of, that inspiration fades later because you realize what these products are and, and the fact that this car, I, at first I was like, this card is amazing, but it wasn't the card that I was excited about. Um, it was the app. So um, like I said, there's a lot of cryptic, uh, entries in your credit card statement a lot of times when you make purchases when you go back and you look at where you're spending your money on Apple it uses they use they say they use machine learning and it actually will tell you give you a logo of the place you know you know um, I don't know if you if you go to Target right it'll show you the Target logo and it'll show how much you spent whereas uh, on a regular credit card statement it might have like the store number uh, and you're like, where, where was this purchase? I have no clue where this purchase was. So I really, really like that. Um, they have this kind of slider circle thing where it'll show you if you paid so much money right now, how much interest would you be paying and how long would it take you to pay off the card? Uh, whereas most, most cards will just say, yep, yeah, give us 25 bucks. That's your minimum payment. And in some cases, minimum payments twenty five dollars. The interest for that month was twenty seven, so you're you're two dollars further in the hole by paying the minimum. 
Um, they do not do this, which I really, really like. So anyway, I will be getting this. Like I said, there's no harm in getting it. And the, the app features, I'm hoping that a lot of other credit cards build that stuff into because it's fantastic. Okay, moving on here, we had Apple Arcade. This is, I don't know, this was the least interesting to me only because I don't, don't game on my phone or iPad or computer really. Um, they're gonna have a hundred plus um, uh, exclusive games to the service. It will more than likely be a subscription service. I think they possibly said that, yeah, see they didn't say, they said it's a subscription service. What they didn't tell us is the price, which I don't really care for, but maybe they don't have that ironed out yet. Maybe they're still working with the developers on this, on, on what that price should be. And you know, the cut that is gonna go to um, the developers, but it is very cool. It'll be subscription based. You'll get access to all these services, uh, or sorry, all these games. Um, and I assume it will sync between devices. I don't know. This is cool for people that game. And, you know, if you want to play $10, pay $10 a month. And if there's going to be some good games, it looked like there was going to be some very good games. Oceanhorn 2, there's going to be a Lego game. Um, I think that the only thing I'm a little upset about is there's a game on here called Wind Cards Fall. I think that is from the developers of, it's either, I can't remember if it's the developers of Alto's Adventure or I think it's from Alto's Adventure. And I was really excited about that game coming out because I really liked Alto Adventure. Now, Alto's Adventure and Alto's Odyssey, which is the sequel, is more of a kind of zen, calm, just kind of kill some time game. This one, I think, is going to be more puzzle-based and um, involved, but it, it's a beautiful game. So anyways, I, I'm not going to be signing up for this. Uh, I don't have the time to be playing a bunch of games. It doesn't interest me anyway. The only one game I am ever interested in is anything related to Diablo. So this isn't that's not going to be on here. So who knows? I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's move on from there. So there's a lot of TV uh, or Apple TV news here. Apple TV channels is pretty straightforward. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can actually do this in Amazon Prime right now um, where they have Prime channels where you can sign up for HBO or CBS All Access within Amazon Prime and you pay through Prime um, and all of your all of the content from those services is available within the Amazon Prime video app or whatever. Um, Apple's going to be doing the same thing here. It's called Apple TV channels where you can sign up through Apple. Obviously Apple will get a cut. They did not announce pricing, but I can't imagine that they could price this any higher than, than Amazon. So, you, you know, I mean, that would just be a complete deal breaker. Why would you sign up through Apple for, you know, 1299 a month when you can go to Am uh, Amazon and sign up that provided that you're a, a prime member, but you could go to Amazon and sign up for 999. So whatever these services are, uh, in Amazon, they're going to be the same here. Um, I'm not overly interested in this. I will probably be signing up for CBS all access to watch the twilight zone. And, uh, I think there is a Dark Tower series coming to CBS All Access as well. Maybe. Ah, man, I forget. But um, at any rate, uh, I 
I, I will do this, but only for like a month here and a month there. And it makes no difference to me if, because I'm an, a Prime member, it makes no difference to me if I do it through Prime or do it through Apple. So it really doesn't matter. Th this was fine. Um, it's, it's a la carte TV, right? Um, the only thing that, you know, I would be interested in doing this is once NBC has their app because they don't have a streaming service right now, but but my wife is a huge fan of the Today Show. So we have to have the Today Show, we have to have NBC, and she's a huge fan of Discovery. And those are the only two channels that really keep us paying for PlayStation View right now. So if I could sign up for Discovery and sign up for NBC and pay, maybe those are $10 a month, but I would pay you know, $20 for those two channels and drop my um my uh, playstation view and save 25 dollars a month um i would absolutely do that and if they make it that much easier to do it through apple i'm all for it now all of those channels are going to be um integrated into a redesigned apple tv app that is on all of your devices um that's a welcome topic uh, if you will because the tv app right now is not great i mean it's okay it's fine but it's not great so um redesigning that is great uh the fact that they're gonna release that apple tv app on roku and amazon fire tvs is kind of cool uh and smart televisions you know samsung and everything like that that's pretty cool we have a roku in the bedroom um but i i don't know i i don't know what this gets me on the roku that i don't already have on the roku um unless there are items that I've purchased in iTunes that I could now access on the Roku, but that's not the case. I don't buy anything in iTunes because I don't want it um, siloed on Apple devices. So I buy everything in Google Play Music, or sorry, Google Play Movies. So any TV shows or movies that I buy, which is not many. I only buy like my favorites and whatnot. But anyway, okay, moving on here. The last thing is the Apple TV Plus. So this is going to be their quote unquote streaming service. Uh, there's a lot of things they did not tell us here. All right. So I'm going to get those out of the way. They didn't tell us the price. They didn't really tell us when it's going to be available. I think they said fall, but you know, I, I don't know when fall is to them. Could be the very last day of fall, but um, so it's going to be a while, um, but they didn't tell us price and they didn't show us any trailers. I, I was a bit, um, I was a bit disappointed. I thought that there would be a couple of trailers. They had like a, what they call a sizzle reel in the industry where um, it was a, I don't know, three, four, five minute video where they showed a bunch of clips from these different shows, but they didn't tell you what shows they were. They didn't even have like a little um, like um, text down in the bottom corner or anything like that. So we don't know what was what. I mean, we, based on the context that we had been told previous to this, we knew kind of what was what, but um, yeah, and there's not a lot of them. Um, you know, there's a couple of different shows here and there, and some of them look really good. Uh, the Jason Momoa show called C is about, uh, what is it about? It's about, uh, centuries later after a disease hits the earth and everybody go, everybody that, le a bunch of people were killed and everybody that's left went blind. And now it's just so intuitive to be blind, like, like, they don't even know if people could ever have seen before, like if people ever were able to see 
before um centuries and centuries prior so anyway sounds cool sesame street um there's going to be one called little america about uh, immig immigrants into america that's cool and then obviously the big one oprah winfrey is going to be doing a few documentaries i think she's going to be doing some other things as well a book club somehow um but uh this i don't know i i might sign up for this for like a month or two to watch like say the jason momoa show and then cancel because i don't know I, i'm just kind of subscription i have subscription overload where there's so many of these subscription services that i pay for and even apps like some of the apps I use, which I'm willing to pay for because the service that I get from them is very valuable. Um, 1Password, for instance, uh, you know, the fact that I can save all my passwords in 1Password, they're all encrypted and secure and, you know, randomized passwords um, is great. Uh, and I pay whatever a year for that. Todoist, I use Todoist Premium or Plus or whatever they call it. Um, and Todoist is the best to-do list app that I have found that works best for me. And, you know, I, I pay a month. But there are other apps that I'd love to pay f to, to use, but I'm just getting kind of the subscription overload. And uh, so I don't know if I'm willing to pay every single month for this. They might only get 20 or $30 from me Provided that this is a $10 a month service, who, who knows? I don't know. Um, so anyways, check it out. There's some interesting things here, but in the end, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm very lukewarm about this Apple TV Plus. Their videos, like I said, are great. You go watch the videos about the makings of these and you're inspired. You want to watch them. But as time goes on, the further away from the, uh, the keynote that we get, it's, uh, it's it's middling at best so anyway okay well uh that is going to be all for today as always i can be reached at the everyday enthusiast podcast at gmail.com no dots dashes or spaces again that's everyday enthusiast podcast at gmail.com you can also find the show notes at everyday enthusiast podcast.tumblr.com as i said before this podcast is available on your favorite podcast platforms including apple podcasts Pocket Casts, and Overcasts. Please like, rate, and subscribe. And until next time, stay enthusiastic.